When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Lamar Jackson, he fooled everybody. Lamar Jackson is a cheat code. Action Jackson. Touchdown. I got you, Lamar. Trust Touchdown, Ravens. He escapes. Dart over to the left. He shakes it. Lamar and Jackson. We want him. He wants us. Time will come about that. Welcome to NFL Live. Keyshawn, General Key. You got Swagoo here. <laughs> so and Dan is so excited. Lamar Jackson, he couldn't wait to get to his tapes. We're just going to start the show with we got, Go ahead, We got to call him Lamar Plus Plus Plus. You got the Hulu Plus 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 commercials. Yeah, yeah we got Lamar Plus Plus. Now, we're getting a little bit of like the traditional run game Lamar, yeah. right? The new age triple option, which I love, right? I can hand this ball off if I want. They got six guys in the box, not an option. So now it becomes a zone read off this defensive end. If he steps down, Shoot, Lamar will take it himself. That's option number two. It's the option number three. If he stays inside, I kick the ball to the tight end, leave blocker on the front. But this is where he's gone to the next level, connecting all the dots. Can you get through progressions and man-to-man? I love this, okay? Formation into the boundary, four strong. I'm going to speed motion to back. Does the defensive end or linebacker roll with him? Step number one. He, they did, so he's an X. Connect the dots to number two. Shallow cross. He's covered. Connect the dot to number three in the deep cross. He's covered. Now connect the fourth dot. Everybody is vacated. Here comes Devin Duvernay on that man-to-man progression. Now listen, a man-to-man, and Keyshawn knows this. A lot of times it's like, I'm going to pick my guy, and he's going to win because of it. Look at Lamar's eyes. One. Nope. Connect the dot. Two. That guy's not there either. Man, am I going to run out of the pocket? Nope. Three. Something that's good. Hop back to number four. He's not just saying, I'm only going to throw at that guy because he's my best option. That is that different version of Lamar Jackson right now. And that is what he's doing better this year, candidly, than he's ever done in his NFL career. Maturity. Every single year, you're going to get better at You know that Dan is going to break down the film in the offseason. He's going to go to the well. And now he has true receivers that are helping him out. That's the point. Got that makes a big difference. You know, speaking of that, John Harbaugh spoke about Lamar and his playmakers today. Listen to this. Yeah, definitely part of the equation for sure. There's no doubt about it, Cliff. Uh, he's putting the ball in good spots for him. Uh, he's holding the ball. He's got a lot of courage in the pocket, you know, so it gives him another step or two sometimes to get open. All those things are, are big. That helps. One of the big questions surrounding Lamar Jackson entering this season was, could he step up his play against the Blitz? He's answered that quickly through three games this season, ranking first in the league in QBR, yards per attempt, and touchdown to interception ratio. That's after ranking bottom 10 in the league in all those same areas last season. Marcus, we all know the story, right? Lamar's bet on himself. He didn't end up negotiating contract in the offseason. He said, fine, mm-hmm. I'm going to just keep playing. No big deal for me. What stuck out to you so far out of Intangibles. Him? Right, mm-hmm. like we know Lamar is dealing with a contract, but Lamar knows as well. And giving him credit for not letting that influence him trying to do too much, he's just being Lamar. Yeah. 
right? I think he's going back to really just becoming more of a playmaker when things break down as opposed to trying to stand there and prove that he can do it. Dan, that was such a great tape because the natural progression of a quarterback that you see over long term, that's where you got to get to. But the legs, man, yeah, like that that's the dominant part of Lamar Jackson's game when things break down around him or when he's implemented into the QB run game. Forget the numbers, all right? I'm talking to you as a defensive player. Do you know how much plan you have to have for what Dan just showed when one play gives you three options? Yeah. Three options off that play. And not only that, you're dealing with a 4-3-4-2-40 in case something breaks down. So I think he's taking advantage of the full boat. Obviously, this team being healthy offensively than they were last year is, is, is starting to pay dividends. But Lamar has not only progressed when it comes to in the pocket, Lamar also has went back to, I think, his MVP season and said when the play needs to be made, it's going to be me. Hmm. You're not forcing it like either, it, yeah. You know, he's not forcing the, I need to go be, be a playmaker. He's saying, okay, nothing else is there. Now I can. I think that's a little bit different it's as well. It's the growth and maturity, like I said before. When you look at the quarterback position, he's young. He comes in. He's forced into the lineup behind Flacco. He does what he needs to do. Then he learns how to mature as a passer. Yeah. He's only gotten better. You can go two years ago. He was still ripping the football and doing those things. On the other end, they wasn't catching it, though. Yeah. Now, all of a sudden, the receivers are catching it. They're doing their job. So it naturally makes everyone's eyes seem to think that he's doing something way different when he truly isn't. That's fair. You know, he's doing and, it better. And he's doing it better. Yeah, and more efficiently. The question will become from the people, you know, like Stephen A is going to say, can you do it in the playoffs, right? How sustainable is this offense? Fair. That's a fair it's question. A fair question. No, it is. It because, is. you know, I remember sitting with Brandon being the general manager of the Bills, and he said, Usually when you get into the playoffs and it becomes your last game, you get exposed of what you don't do well. Mm -hmm. And the question will be, okay, first of all, J.K. Dobbins, healthy. Left tackle, are you healthy? And can the defense be complementary to their offense? The big question I will want answered for Lamar when they get into those playoffs, will you do the efficient or easy plays consistently? Yeah. That'll be the big question. Can you do it in that moment? Because what teams are going to try to do as this season goes and into the playoffs is they'll try to take away those triple option plays. Or they'll try to take away some of the things that, you know, instead of collapsing one of those defensive sides on the football field down, they'll just try to condense Condense the pocket a little bit and really try to keep – easier said than done, but try to keep him in there. And will he do those really easy plays that for him are pointless in a way? Let me say this too. I think the conversation around Lamar has become very polarizing, right? Hmm. Lamar Jackson is not above reproach or critique. Sure. Last he year, would say we, that, but yeah, last year we talked about you are too careless with the football. Yeah. You got to fix that. Try to do right? too much at Try times. Try to do too much. So as he continues to progress, we know he, here's the deal. As you continue to play better, as you've already been a league MVP, the stakes raise and they get higher. Sure. Right? Just like we talk about Aaron. We don't judge Aaron Rodgers on winning regular season games anymore. It's about what you're going to do when you get into the playoffs. Lamar Jackson has entered that conversation. So for anybody out there, it is fair to ask, what will he be when the playoffs begin? And the reason why the, the conversation changed around Josh Allen 
was because of Kansas City last that's year. That's a great point. That's why the reason. That's what. That's yeah. why. And it's it funny changed. because they didn't even win that game, exactly. but because they got so you, close, and you saw and dynamic you knew he was play good to sure. do it. on the biggest yeah. stage. Yeah. All right. Speaking of the Bills, let's get to them losing to the Dolphins in Miami last week. They ran out of time at the end. It credit the undefeated Dolphins, right? But also the Bills pretty beat up, especially in the secondary. They do have Josh Allen. That helps. Here's Sean McDermott earlier today. You look at what Josh uh, has been able to do, and then you look at Lamar's game, and, and they're they're a little bit different in terms of you know their strengths maybe, and um, but just it's good for the league. I mean, these are two young quarterbacks that play at such a high level. Um, they give you headaches. They're they're hard to stop <clears throat> because of uh, they're multidimensional and and what they do and how they can do it. Um, and so a lot of respect, I'm sure, around the league for Josh. And of course, we love Josh, and, and a lot of respect for Lamar uh, in this case too. You know, it's interesting. Our colleague Mina Kime said that watching that loss to the Dolphins, Josh Allen started to look a little bit like the old Josh Allen at yeah. times, which is hard to do. You make new sure. habits, right? But sometimes you revert back. So the Bills coming off that first loss of the season, what do they need to do to get things fixed this week? Teams are going to follow what the Dolphins did, at least philosophically. What teams are going to realize is you can't stop this Buffalo offense for a game, but you can try and stop it for a half. And that's what the Dolphins really did. They sent one game plan for the first half, one game plan for the second half. So the Bills offense and Ken Dorsey, their play caller, start to get ahead of that. You can't just go into the second half with the same type of, I mm-hmm. guess, it's not a different scheme, but the way you want to handle your scheme, right? So that's a big learning moment for them because I honestly believe teams are going to copy that. Second thing, Dawson Knox, their playmaking tight end's got to get really much more involved in this offense. Right now, he's got nine catches. This is a great way to illustrate it. These Among 50 routes ran by these tight ends, he's the third lowest when it comes to how many times he's been targeted. I mean, he's 15th in catches. He's 20th in targets. This is a – I mean, he's got the same, almost similar amount of targets as Hunter Henry, who's part of yeah. the offense that's struggling, and Mike Kosicki. And they threw the ball 18 times last week. So, really, learn from that game against um, – Miami. Miami defensively, and then we really got to – he's a playmaker for them, yeah. Dawson Knox. He's got to get more involved in their offense. I love what you said about the first one because remember last year we talked about Lou Anarumo, the defensive coordinator for Bengals, Cincinnati, yeah. and what he did to Patrick Mahomes from first half to second mm, half. Right. Once you reach a certain level, which With Josh offense, Allen has reached, sure. you got to start making minor adjustments, start dropping Trey Hendrickson out. That's not my point, but I'm going to go here. Can't throw the ball 63 times. Mm-mm. And I know y'all get tired of me saying it, but you have to figure out a way for this offense to function if you're Ken Dorsey and not panic, right? Miami was stopping the run. They gave up at one explosive play, but you have to leave tidbits for teams because now I at least have to plan it in your brain. What were we screaming in that playoff game that I referenced last year? Why won't Kansas City hand the ball? Just hand the ball for just five try, hand yeah, hand. Just, just try it. So this was the first time this season where I believe the difference between Ken Dorsey and Brian Daybold lived. Huh. When we start talking about the second half of that Miami Dolphins game. And you learn from it, right? And, yes. you, and you move forward. I think that's the case. I don't want Josh Allen throwing 63 passes a game. And I think Josh Allen is a top three thrower in the NFL. Sure. But that is not going to sustain you if you're trying to win a Super Bowl for the rest of the way. They've got a cl- first of all, they need to get more balance, right? Just like they were the first two games of the season. But they got to finish games. There's too many times that when you look at the Buffalo Bills, whether it was last year, the year before, or even this year, it almost feels like they don't finish. They finished against Tennessee. Mm-hmm. They finished against the Rams. 
they did not finish against Miami. They're going out of bounds at the didn't go out of bounds at the right, right time. Right. Just little things like that, little details yeah. that really matter that you should know going into a game. Hey, this is what we got to do. We're on the road. We cannot afford to do certain things to screw things up. Right. And I think they will get back to that. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. yeah. You, 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 can, you're, the only, you're the only person that has won a Super Bowl. Was the details the difference in the previous year to the next one? Is that the biggest like thing you think more we had than different, different coach, by the way. Right. Dungy was the yeah, yeah. one year, then John Gruden took over. And we clicked in the playoffs the way we needed to. We was able to be portable and carry what the running game along hmm. with Brad Johnson. Right. You know, ducking, uh, chucking and ducking for the most part, just dinking along the way, and our defense came to the party. Can, can I just on top of what Keyshawn, Keyshawn said when he said? What? Keyshawn. 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 He kind of they got to get balanced. So often people think balance is 50% run, yeah, 50% pass. It's no, not. It's not. Balance it's not. is no matter the situation, I can do either or. Interesting. And that's where I believe Buffalo can grow. It's not panic time, all that. But I believe that they can get to that yeah. point. And, hey, this is, and this is good for them, right? But the, coming out of yeah. last season and this season, we all wanted to see can they do something right. big. They went on a Thursday night. They mm-hmm. smacked the Rams upside the head. Now Monday they lose to Miami. Now they got a Baltimore team with a crazy quarterback right. that can do some stuff. This yeah. is another test for Challenge. you. Let yeah. me see if you can pass this test. Yeah, you heard Sean McDermott referencing it. If you like quarterback play and like two young stars of the game, this game at 1 p.m. on yeah. Sunday Again. is going to be electric. We're just getting started on NFL Live o'clock. today. The Rams are 2-1, and one, but this is not the Super Bowl offense we remember. Dan explains how Sean McVay is getting creative with the playbook. Plus, with health becoming a big issue for the Chargers, he's going to tell us why he doesn't agree with some of the end-of-game decisions he's been seeing in L.A. And by the way, that's Keyshawn, not Keyson. I might call him Keyson the whole show. He's not going to like that, I don't think. Keyson. Key, you like that? No? Uh, Look at that thing. What if in 2024 you got a little bit better every day? When you're learning a new language with Babbel, that's exactly what you're doing. And if Babbel can help you start speaking a new language in just three weeks, imagine what you could do in a full year. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Try Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are designed by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. It's designed by real people for real conversations. Babbel's tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. They have over 16 million subscriptions sold. Plus, all of Babbel's 14 award-winning language courses are backed by their 20-day money-back guarantee. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com tackle. Get 60% off at babbel.com tackle. Spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash tackle. Rules and restrictions may apply. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. 
Our week four Monday night football matchup, an NFC West rivalry game between the Rams and 49ers. It's a rematch of last season's NFC championship game. Some great stuff on the Rams coming in just a few minutes. 8 Eastern on ESPN, ESPN Deportes in the ESPN app. Peyton and Eli also back on ESPN2. Our coverage begins with Monday Night Countdown at 6. Hey, let's read and react with the latest news around the NFL. We begin with Russell Wilson and the Broncos, and he struggled in his first season in Denver oh, no. so far, especially when it comes to completing the passes he should. So look at this. Through three games, his completion percentage over expectation, negative 5.8%. That's the fourth worst mark in the NFL, if you're wondering, ahead of only Justin Fields, Baker Mayfield, and Davis Mills. He you think Russ and this Broncos offense is going to be able to turn it around? I think they'll get better, but clearly the investment hasn't paid off from a scoring point standpoint. They got rid of Noah Fant. Look, here's what I would say. I'm not ready to panic in Denver just quite yet. I think as you look in this situation, they are sitting at 2-1. and one. You can't complain. They may be the worst 2-1 and one team in the history of the National Football League right now, but I think over time, they could become a better, more potent offense. By the way, Key and I actually did coordinate our outfits today. Good, as you can tell, uh, we're good. going to the country club later. You got right. like my coffee what? color. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, Dan, your coffee's too light. Okay, let's get to Tom Brady. We've heard plenty about Tom Brady's struggles under pressure, under center in his career, uh, but this season he struggled even when he's kept clean. So through three games, Brady's been off target on 17%. You see the big number right there, Marcus, of passes when he's not pressured. That ranks 23rd in the NFL. What do you think the reason for these struggles are for Brady? It's absolutely concerning, and I hate to bring up old stuff, but I wonder how he's feeling coming into this season. He had to take some time away in training camp. He doesn't have his requisite weapons, which is giving me a reason not to panic. If I, if, if you had me, you, Boogie, and Dan Orlovsky playing wide receiver, you're numbers would be bad, too, as oh. a quarterback. So when he gets Mike Evans back and Chris Godwin and this offense begins to flourish, as we've seen them have some trouble early in seasons when he first showed up and they were able to get things going, I think Tampa would be fine. I still trust Tom Brady until he makes me look like a lot. All right. Yeah, you've been saying that. You know, you're a pretty good tight end, by the way, if we were at his receiving yeah. core. Dan said he could get open, and I'm pretty good with yards after the catch. Let's get to Aaron Rodgers. He got off to a horrible start this season, posting the fifth lowest total QBR in a single game of his career in the season opener, Dan. However, since then, he's looked pretty dang good. Green Bay's last two games, putting up numbers we're more used to seeing out of him. So, Dan, are you confident in the direction that the Packers are heading at this Absolutely. point? Absolutely. One, because that's how this offense is made roster-wise. And two, that's what this offense has been for the past couple years with Aaron Rodgers. They, in many ways, are a perimeter-throwing RPO-based offense. He doesn't push the ball downfield a ton until he has to. The question will be, when Christian Watson and Romeo Dubs feel like they are ready to now become parts of this explosive offense, and is Aaron Rodgers going to see it the same way? Hmm. I don't think that this offense sits there and goes, they need to be that right now. They know that their offensive line is great. They have those two backs, and Aaron is the best point guard in the NFL. At some point, they are going to have to hit chunk and explosive plays. But those two young receivers will get there, and when they do, They've got the Hall of Famer ready. They will be completely fine offensively. You told us earlier this week you're not worried about even some of the predictability offensively because it's just reliable. But I like Absolutely. that you said they got to get some explosive plays in there. All right, let's get to the Rams. Last season, Matthew Stafford got off to an extremely hot start that you see right here with the Rams. Through three games, he led the league in total QBR through nine touchdowns to one interception. 
through three games this season, it's been a lot different. Stafford's thrown more picks than touchdowns. And I know you hate to hear any negativity on Matthew Stafford, Dan, but listen, the numbers don't lie. And that's why Key gets to start first in this talk here. Key, what do you think is the reason for the slow start of this Rams offense? I I think, you know, when you look at it, they probably got to run the ball a little bit better. All right, they need another offensive weapon to go along with Cooper Cup. They can't just sit and rely on Cooper Cup. Yeah. It's almost like Sean Robinson has been a little bit disappointed, right? A, l- a little bit, but it's, he's, it's a new environment. Sure. And Sean McVay can't be afraid, Laura, to go to the same restaurant, right? <laughs> he can't be afraid, right? He can't. And he, he's teaching us that by going back to Cooper Cup. But then on the flip side of things, it's okay to pass by a restaurant and walk in there and have something different. He continues to keep eating the same meal with Cooper Cup, and he can't do that. The Rams are finding themselves in a different position as the season wears on if they don't all of a sudden find something else to go along Hmm. with Cooper Cup. It's just too much cup, cup, cup. And I understand he's really good and really talented, but he's the only guy right now. Hmm. They won a Super Bowl last year. Yeah. And everybody understands now how Sean McVay wants to operate with Matt Stafford. And that's why people say it's so difficult to do it again, right? He'll find nuance. We had some of these same conversations about Sean McVay last year. Hmm. When we were talk- we were seeing this offense, Matthew Stafford was throwing interceptions. I'm not worried about overuse of Cooper Cup at all. Because- well, the only reason why I even mention that, because when you, when you rely on somebody so much – but key, I think it's predicated on others. Well, you got, but what you, you, got, but what you, you mentioned the trust in others too. Yeah, but what you mentioned first was the run game. Yeah, right. Absolutely. And I need I need Henderson and Akers to come to the party. Yeah. I need Sean McVay to trust it. I don't want Matthew Stafford. We already had conversations about his elbow. What is his mm. What is his health situation like? Handing the ball off, running reverses. Cooper Cup scored on a reverse this game. And then you get to the red area, you run that one reverse, and you throw three passes into the end zone. Now, Allen Robinson, that that not being in sync, that's a reasoning for that. But it's also, there's the frustration. It's also just like we talked about with Denver. Denver, line up in that formation and try to run the football and get in the end zone. Sometimes simplicity is what this offense needs. You got an offensive line. Andrew Whitworth is no longer there. Yeah. You have to... This team got to grow a little it's bit. It's a little bit of a like different it, team. Yeah, it's got to grow. So I, I think that's a big part of what we're seeing happening right now. All right, so these guys think it's super simple and they're not, not doing anything creative well, enough. Is that true from what you're saying? I totally disagree. Uh-oh. So I, I, Mine has nothing to do with sure. creative. All right, all right, so first of all, the Rams are treating their <laughs> offensive line like a rookie quarterback. Don't be the reason we lose the game. And they learned that from week one. So that's why we've seen, a little bit like they did last year, go under center. But this guy's the second most important person on their offense, Bennett Skoranek. He is a six foot five, 215-pound wide receiver who they're using as a fullback. That time, back side blocking. This time, he's at the fullback traditional position, ball fake his way, and they leak him up for a corner route. This is a kind of a chess piece that they use a ton. Now, Keyshawn's going to go, is he willing to block, though, Dan? Can he actually block an inside linebacker so it doesn't become obvious? I don't know. For the game-winning touchdown, I think so. Yeah, That's why this guy has become, outside of Cooper Cup, I honestly, you know, dead, dead honest to believe, yeah. he's the second most impactful person on his offense. They put Matthew on the center. They're going more bootleg, play action. They're protecting the offensive line, and this is what that does, right? What that does is it allows the offensive line to get off the ball and start to push on people. That gains offensive linemen confidence. And as they gain confidence, the pass pro will be a little bit better. Absolutely. The communication that's needed in the run game 
kind of filters into the pass game. I actually believe that their offense is doing a tremendous job of realizing this is who we are right now. And we'll build. And I'm just going to throw a little teaser out there. Watch NFL Live next week because we're going to get into kind of why. I said this about Kyle Juszczyk, yeah. Alec, in- Alec Ingold, Ingold in Miami. Yep. This is their Kyle Juszczyk Buffalo in L.A. You talked about I'm telling you, that, that there's, there's, there's a reality of what's going on in the league Look, when it Dan, comes you to You don't have stuff. to kill a guy when you block. Just get in the way. Right. You, don't, you just get in the Look, way. How many, how many teams can take a receiver – Put him at his traditional receiver spot and yeah. deep crosses like they do at Ben. Yeah, he's Sturonic. a tweener. He's a between but, a receiver and a tight end. But then end. motion him into the backfield and lead, run lead ice on a back. What you just showed is exactly what I'm talking about. You okay. got to get somebody else involved. Sure. They, they were able to get him involved by sneaking him out there. Right. And that linebacker thinks he's getting ready to hammer him and he slips past him, run the corner. Right. right. That's creative, Barsha. Absolutely. But you can't only do it one time. You got to figure out how to get other people involved. That's all I'm saying. Key, when you blocked, were you more of the kill a guy type blocker or just getting the Man, way he type was the guy? nail. He got in the way. You had the handle? It depends on who nail. it was, to be honest with you, Laura. I'm not Ooh. listening to Swaggo. He got in the way. I, I like if, that. If, 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 if they Get told me to go done. bite, I was going to go bite. That's yeah. You've never been uh, too scared to bite. All right, coming up next on NFL Live after a week three loss. To the I don't know what that means. The biggest right. loss may have been their quarterback. Mike Reese joins the show to give us a Mac Jones update. Don't miss it. Damn, <laughs> Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Previously on Countdown. One up top. Randy Moss? That gotta be on You Got Moss. You Got Moss! Way to go, Jalen Ramsey. I thought of red and purple, but I went with black. Black 18. Hut, 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 because that is the exact... (laughs) I've been hearing about this one player been brewing for nine months. I just want to let you guys know this this, this baby's coming any day. I missed that twirl there. Don't give it. You got it. You got it. Start your Sunday with us live from New York at 10 a.m. Eastern on ESPN. So glad you're joining us here on NFL Live. Great week on the show, but tough to see Mac Jones go down on Sunday and the Patriots lost to Baltimore screaming in pain as they took him off the field. It's a much more severe high ankle sprain than we previously thought. So now you wonder where do they go from here and what are the specifics? Well, we've got the answers for you with ESPN Patriots reporter Mike Reese joining us now. Mike, what is the latest on Mac Jones? Laura, Bill Belichick provided this update on Mac Jones. He said he's here at the facility and he's definitely made a lot of progress over the last 48 hours, but that he wouldn't practice today. So that was the headline news for the Patriots. But then came some theater as Belichick stressed one theme. 
is the plan built for Mac to have any kind of procedure to help along with the process here? Day by day, Phil. Day by day. That's the plan. Day by day. Does he have a high ankle sprain? Day by day. What do I look like? A doctor? An orthopedic surgeon? Like, I don't know. Talk to the medical experts. What are the medical experts on staff do? Day by day. We'll evaluate him, Dave. I mean, what difference does it make to me? What do you, do you think I'm going to read the MRI? Like, that's not my job. So. Yeah, but it's theirs, and they, they talk to you about it, right? Yeah, it's day by day. Laura, I've been in a lot of Bill Belichick news conferences over the last 23 years. We've had on to Cincinnati, Mona Lisa Vito. Now we have day by day. Belichick adding some theater here to the football arena. Back to you. I love Mike Grace. <laughs> Mike he is the best. perfect person to cover Bill Belichick. Yeah, 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 yeah. Also, the fact that, like, do, you, do we think that Bill Belichick sits there in the morning and he's like, what's my line going to be today? Absolutely. No. Day by Not day. No, it comes to him. And then he's like, oh, this it's one was good. I'm going to keep saying it, right? See, everything he does calculated. No, wow. I don't think so. I think that's just his personality, man. You know what? He got some kind of handbook, just, uh, how to handle press conferences. He wrote the handbook, bro. Yeah, exactly. he did. That no, he did. So it's like, but you got to remember. His original boss in Parcells was more funny with yeah, it, but it's the same, funny, same uh, sort of stuff. It's a little more deadpan. I right? hey, they got the a script. Only, yeah, they got a script. The they only person funnier. I know Whatever. that actually practices what they're going to say yeah. on TV or in front of the media is Dan Orlovsky. So anyway, let's get Adam Schefter in here for injury when, updates, when <laughs> starting with some other AFC East quarterbacks. And we begin on Tua Tungavailoa. What do we know about him, Adam? Well, Laura, Tua is day by day, but he's listed as questionable for Thursday night's game against the Bengals, and I think the feeling within the Dolphins' locker room is he is expected to play despite his questionable status due not to being in the protocol, but due to back and ankle injuries. Tua questionable for Thursday night, as is Jalen Waddell. The Jets quarterback, Zach Wilson, day by day, but... Robert Sala, the Jets head coach, says he does expect to play. Barring any setbacks, this will be Zach Wilson's first game of the season, his first start at Pittsburgh against the Steelers. Tough assignment in the first game back, but the Jets are looking forward to having him back in the lineup on Sunday against the Pittsburgh Steelers. As for the Cleveland Browns defensive end, Miles Garrett, he too is day by day. After suffering that car accident this week, he was not at the facility today. The Browns right now are not ruling him out of Sunday's game against the Atlanta Falcons despite that car crash, but Miles Garrett is fortunate that he was not more severely hurt. And a bunch of Chargers are a lot more than day by day right now. Joey Bosa placed on injured reserve today. He's going to miss a minimum of four games, probably more than that, and undergo groin surgery. Rashawn Slater officially out for the year, placed on IR today. We know that Jalen Guyton tore his ACL, and then there are other injuries in the in LA that we know about with the Chargers, but there is no team in the league that is dealing with more injury adversity than Los Angeles right now. Yeah, you know, sometimes I realize the injury bug can sound cliche, but sometimes teams just get hit with it. It seems like bad luck. Thanks to Adam doing his very best Bill Belichick impersonation there, too. But Marcus, these Chargers were your preseason Super Bowl pick. I hate to bring that up. But I know we're fault? not like that far through the season here, but have your expectations changed with all these unfortunate injuries? It's okay, big fella. I wanted to come on and say no. 
But I can't. You can't possibly can't. Say look at that list. We should throw that, it back up that, there. And, and we're not talking about just a list. We're talking about dudes that literally contribute to the most important guys that contribute to you having an opportunity to make a Super Bowl run. Rashawn Slater, obviously. You talk about Bosa being a, like it's so critical, mm. and I think a lot of people look down the road. And yeah, you can bounce back, but the way the playoffs are structured, how important it is for you to try to position yourself for your road towards the playoffs, it, it's just difficult to say that a team that's going to have their best pass rusher out for four weeks, you got torn rib cartilage in your quarterback, you just lost your left tackle, Keenan Allen is coming back off of a hamstring. We don't know how impactful he's going to be, even though that's good news. It's just difficult to say. Like, players matter. I know we like to say next man up, and we're going we to fight through this and go through it. No, you don't. It's some guys <laughs> that you ain't fighting through. It's certain dudes that right. you ain't replacing, and they are critical to what you do on the field. And the Chargers, quite frankly, struggled against the Jacksonville Jaguars right. with Joey Bosa. For, for, yeah, got whooped for, for a majority of their game. So, I, I think I got to figure out something else. Uh-oh. Sorry. Yeah. So, how do they – moving forward, how do they contend in the division, you know, that's loaded in a conference that's loaded? We are literally a week away from being a quarter way through the season. Yes. That's a very real thing. Mm. How do they get healthy and then start to play their best football when it matters the most? That's kind of what these injuries really encapsulate. Can we still keep afloat in the AFC West? That's a difficult decision with left tackle, mm-hmm. quarterback, J.C. Jackson. Yeah. You know, and, and the – you don't want to change your identity. You know, their identity is Justin Herbert can make plays for us. We like to try to push the ball downfield. They don't do it enough. But you have to change your philosophy of how you're going to do it, right? The philosophy is, well, we can't, we can't just leave our left tackle out by himself. Yep. Maybe we can't play as much man coverage as we wanted to without J.C. Jackson and Joey Bosa rushing. So your identity stays the same. But Brandon Staley and his staff got to figure out philosophically how are they going to try to contend, get healthy, and you know, you can start playing good football near yeah. the end of the season? They have the Texans, and they have the Browns, and the Char- and the Broncos. Excuse me, coming up. It, you know, something caught a lot of people's attention mm-hmm. in the game against the Jaguars. Brandon Staley, the head coach, leaving Justin Herbert into the game. They trailed by oh. 28 with five minutes to play. Why? Yeah, Why what would were your you thoughts? But don't just go to the Jags game. Go all the way back to Kansas City at the mm. end of that game. Yes, I know you still had a chance to possibly pull it off after the pick six, but he's hurt. So you got to get him out of the game. You realize he didn't want to have any real parts today. He might have said, leave me in, coach. But he threw the ball on the ground. was like, I, I, don't, I can't do it. So you need to understand that and notice that as a coach. Now fast forward to the Jacksonville Jaguar game. You're down by 28. Four minutes and some change. Your, your answer to people's question was, well, he wanted to be out there with his teammates. We well, was out there with his teammates for three and a half damn quarters. <laughs> Why would you have it put him in that situation? Franchise quarterback, $400, $500 million guy when his time is up, whatever that number's going to be. Left tackle fi- gone. Left tackle mm-hmm. gone. 15 years of quarterback potentially for the Chargers, Phillip Rivers-like, and you're putting him in harm's way. What if he'd have got hurt there? Then what? I disagree with you to start. No, but you I, cannot. No, no, to start. I think you make a good point, though, with uh, he's been out there enough. It's the future. No, I well, think that's fair. Sometimes You're not you, going to win the game. As the coach, you got to be the one that says, all right, I just got to take you out whether you want to be protect in there or not. You, like, protect we'll protect you from yourself. Well, right. smarter than everybody yeah. as a head coach. You go back mm-hmm. to last year, he lost yeah. at least three games because of his decision-making. And it could eventually catch up to him. Whether players are in or out of the lineup, I want to see can he be a hardball type. Hardball yeah. teams just fall apart, but he can still o- figure out a overall, way to Overall arching is this. Because, Key, you make a great point. The decisions 
yeah. are going to be called into question yes. from Brandon Staley. And, and we like the expectation of this team coming into the season, Triple. and you have an mm-hmm. abysmal season that everybody understands injuries. But it's also, to your point, how do you handle yes. those injuries? Those that's when, owners that's really when coaching is like didn't spend all that money premium. in the offseason yeah. on re-signing players and giving yeah. Mike Williams money and bringing in Khalil Mack for them to miss the playoffs. Yeah, hopefully he'll learn from that one, man, because I, I agree with you. Yeah, and speaking of those injuries, I think this number really puts it into context. The Chargers defense had six sacks in week one. Since they ha- since then, they have one sack in their last two games combined. Mm. They're completely decimated on that defense. We talked about the offense, too. But either way, you know it all starts and ends in the trenches. So speaking of that, we head to the trenches yeah, next. Dude. Dan and Marcus are going to talk about the best battles we'll see in week four. Spoiler alert. Look at how I just Nina Kai is going to be very proud. I love the trenches. <laughs> I love the big men. You know it? Yeah. The beast. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the Launch Your Online Shop stage, to the First Real Life Store stage, all the way to the Did We Just Hit a Million Orders stage, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. Let's hit the trenches with the boys over there, hey, O-line, hey, hey, D-line. Hey, hey, hey. Into my soul, I wanted to be an offensive lineman when I was a kid. You know, I wanted oh, to be did. tough. So I wanted like to that. eat like the offensive lineman. I didn't. The matchup. Oh, we got him. Take it right down. Oh, my this goodness. This is a matchup of heavyweights. I'm in the trenches with wolves and the lions and snakes, but I promise I always prepare. Dan only won right 40, but he'll block your face off. Did you just say Dan's only 140? I need to get swaggy with the house. I told my son the other day, I said, get, get in your stance to block. And he went down like oh this. I said, oh, God. good Lord. I need to swaggy to come One over the house. We got O-line, Lord. D-line, the big fellas become even more important as this season is going, these matchups. We're going to start number five. Robert Quinn versus Andrew yeah. Thomas of the New York Giants. Big time matchup. First of all, Robert Quinn, one of, known as one of the better pass rushers, generating pressure at a 31% rate. Andrew Thomas is phenomenal. Playing good, right? Playing really good, keeping people off the quarterback. If I'm, I'm if I'm Matt Eberflus in this defense, I'm going to go test Robert Quinn over there on Evan Neal based on what we saw. Let's go number morning. four to a surprising team. Not the Philadelphia Eagles, but the Jacksonville Jaguars. Yeah. Their interior guard, Brandon Scherf versus Fletcher Cox. Fletcher Cox, three sacks on the season, but first, you have to handle this run game. They are coming off in double teams, super physical. Uh, obviously, Trevor is athletic enough to kind of get out of harm's way. And Big Fletch doing what Big Fletch does. Sure, sure. Physical and addition for the them, man. Oh, big absolutely. absolutely. We're going to put your guy 98 up. Jeffrey Simmons yeah. versus Quentin yeah. Nelson. This one like the nastiest match oh, in the God. league. You got the third-ranked run stopper, I think, and the fifth-ranked um, block 
Block Winray in, in Quentin Nelson, but the, beyond all of that, Dan, yeah. beyond numbers, yeah. this physicality, like yeah, this old school football, this Both gets your hands knocked win. back. Both teams got to win. Yeah, this is a phenomenal matchup for us to get in week four of this you season. You guys know I love Wyatt Teller. Yeah. I think he's one of the best, if not best guards in all football, but they ain't been up here that much. So Buddy. we're going to go to the Atlanta Falcons and put one of the best interior rushers I in the league, right? I always feel terrible that we don't pay enough attention. Right. I wish he was right. on a team that was doing right. a significant thing during the season, but Grady Jerry is not. Look, we talk about motor. Internal we talk, pressure. But he has that body, bro. Yeah. I played with Leroy Glover. It's almost like a wrestler's body. There's no surface. It's no surface for you to get on Grady Jerry. His hands are great, and his quick twitch is wonderful coming off the line. Why I got his hands Probably full. the number one and going to be the most impactful, the big-time free agent yeah. signing, Armstead versus Trey Hendrickson, yeah. who's absolutely superstar. And, and Trey, does, Trey does not switch much, so he'll be lined up on Terry Armstead. And obviously, we know what this offense is in Miami, too, is getting the ball out of his yeah. hands quickly. Yeah. They move around both. So, opportunities are few and far in between. Terry Armstead is a technician, a super superior athlete. If you look at his ankles, they're smaller than boogies. Yeah. And Trey Hendrickson <laughs> is a powerful guy, great hand usage. It'll be a good battle to see some old-school dudes that know the position very well to see who can win and get one. I got Kane. Ankles, yeah, so I don't know what it's like to have skinny ankles. That's why ankles. you ran a fourth, four, seven, you know, eight in the thirty. I'm looking at my ankles like Our I don't know if they're that small. I think uh, y'all might have smaller ankles than me. We'll have to test that out. All right, listen, what's going on with the Saints right now? They dropped to one and two. The injuries are piling up. Marcus picked the Saints also in the Super Bowl, so he picked the Chargers and Saints. Well, you know, I'm just telling the people in case they forgot. Saints offense has struggled early this season, averaging just 17 points per game. New Orleans actually ranks dead last in offensive efficiency, and turnovers have been a big reason why they lead the league with nine of them. Jameis Winston had helped in that regard, throwing five interceptions tied for the most in the NFL. NFL. And we talked about this a little bit yesterday. Those interceptions have come late in games, and he's trying to do a little bit too much. So, Adam, the Saints have a bunch of injuries. What's yeah. the latest there? Well, let's start with the quarterback, Laura. Jameis Winston did not practice today. He was held out of practice just as he was last Wednesday when Andy Dalton took all the reps. And last week, the Saints weren't sure that Jameis Winston would be healthy enough to make it to Sunday. He did. And now they think he'll be healthy enough once again to be able to start against the Vikings in London on Sunday. Now the question becomes, will he have both his wide receivers? Because neither Jarvis Landry nor Michael Thomas practiced today. Landry is dealing with an ankle injury. Thomas dealing with a foot and ankle injury as well. And so there are wide receiver issues to go along with the quarterback issue. Some real problems for the Saints as they get ready for a big international game in London on Sunday. Yeah, Key, the offense obviously beat up. How can they turn it around after their slow start? Well, it's, it's hard when you got a quarterback with a bad back. I think Andy Dalton might be the answer for a couple weeks. And let's see what happens. I don't know about the receiving core, but the defense. The defensive side of the ball could do this for them. If they can create the turnovers and do some of the same things that they did against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and did get just enough points, then they turn things around because that particular division is not strong. Yeah, Marcus brought this up earlier. Got to get Taysom Hill going a little bit, maybe. Yeah, that can make a difference. He was on the team. Yeah, well, but we shouldn't forget he's on team, right? He's a unique weapon to have. All right, coming up on NFL Live, we'll see Tom Brady and Patrick Mahomes go head-to-head this weekend. But our guys say the Bucks' defense will be the real star of this game. Listen, they have been the star all season long. More coming on NFL Live. Still running, I'm still hungry. Hungry as ever. I feel unstoppable. 
Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Glad you're with us here on NFL Live. Let's get to Chiefs at Bucks on Sunday. So many different ways you can look at this game when you think about Tom Brady and the way that offense has looked hasn't been real pretty. The Chiefs suffer a loss last week. They'll be looking to right that ship. And when you think about marquee matchups, you got Marcus Spears. But we have a movie premiere here for your marquee matchup. Wave to all your fans, Swagoo. What is the matchup you're most excited for in this Y'all, game? Y'all, I want to go here first. And it's a phenomenal graphic. It's beautiful. Me and Laura hosting this award show. Marquee matchup, Levante David and Devin White taking care of Travis Kelsey in this passing game. Because I do want to continue to see if Patrick Mahomes has a go-to guy outside of Travis Kelsey in this offense. We saw last week uh, he tried to get the ball to Juju, threw it a little bit behind him, ended up in the interception late in the football game. These are two of the better cover linebackers in the NFL. They also can run with Travis Kelsey. So this is the matchup I want to see if Todd Bowles decides. I'm going to take Travis Kelsey out of this offense. Does Patrick Mahomes have the other guys, the others, the Jujus, the Marquez Valdez-Scantlings of the world? Will they be able to step up minus the great Travis Kelsey at tight Mahomes said before the season started he'd be spreading it around. We've seen that work some of the time and then not as much at other times. They missed Tyreek, you thought, last week. All right, one key matchup to watch in this game will be the Buccaneers blitzing Patrick Mahomes. Since the start of last season, Mahomes has torched defenses when they blitz, passing for touchdowns at more than double the rate when he faces a standard pass rush. He also picks up a first down on half of his passes when blitz. Over that same span, no team has blitzed at a higher rate than the Bucs. So, Adam, we know that this game is supposed to be played in Tampa Bay, and we're thinking about everybody going through the effects of Hurricane Ian right now. What impact may the hurricane have on this game, Adam? Well, obviously, the safety of everyone down there is most important, but from a football standpoint, the NFL is monitoring the hurricane to see if the game can be played in Tampa on Sunday night between the Buccaneers and Chiefs. If it can't be played in Tampa, the league would move it to Minneapolis on Sunday night, but it'll be in the Sunday night window, and the question will be whether it can be played in Tampa depending on this entire hurricane. Yeah, again, hoping for everyone's safety and just thinking about everyone going through this right now. Scary stuff. Dan, when you think about... What makes sense in this game for both sides, back to the football side of it? What comes to mind? You talked about Patrick being the greatest quarterback ever versus pressure, and then Tampa defensively being a high-pressure unit with Todd Bowles. They lead the league in sacks when they blitz. There's really two theories offensively when teams decide to blitz you. Block them up and try to hurt that pressure or get it out and survive. And Kansas City often is the latter. Get it out and survive. Patrick always knows, all right, if I get pressure, where's the out? How can I get the ball out of my hands? And Andy Reid and Eric Bieniemy do a great job of giving the options. The challenge is going to be just Tampa Bay take it away. You know, Tampa Bay knows how good Patrick is in this world. So he, in many ways, has got to be prepared for Pressure coming, they took away the first option. What do I do with my second option? And then there's going to be moments where he decides, this is when I'm going to hurt you. Create and put the ball over your head. I would say, Ty Bowles, don't change anything at all from what you do. Don't deviate. If you got Mm. pressure, bring the pressure. Because there's no Tyreek Hill 
catching a shallow cross and throwing up the deuces. So you don't have to worry about that. You rally, come up and make the tackles. And you look at the Green Bay Packer game, one of the things that they didn't do is they missed tackles. Sure. Okay, on those wide receivers. Yeah. I don't know that that'll happen again against the Kansas City Chiefs. I'm going to double Kelsey at times, and I'm going to make yeah. the other guys try yeah. and beat me. They're not going over the top. That's the point, Key. Like, they, for, for Kansas City to at least hurt this, this yes. pressure package, to stop doing it so much, he's going to have to hit somebody deep down the field because that's mm-hmm. usually what scares defenses out of their pressure package doing it a ton. And you wonder who the candidate for that would be. MVS. I mean, we'll have to find out. MVS, a good one, but how consistent will he be? All right, we're just a day away from the beginning of week four gotcha. in the NFL. Gotcha. Bengals and Dolphins. What if in 2024 you got a little bit better every day? When you're learning a new language with Babbel, that's exactly what you're doing. And if Babbel can help you start speaking a new language in just three weeks, imagine what you could do in a full year. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Try Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are designed by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. It's designed by real people for real conversations. Babbel's tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. They have over 16 million subscriptions sold. Plus, all of Babbel's 14 award-winning language courses are backed by their 20-day money-back guarantee. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com tackle. Get 60% off at babbel.com tackle. Spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash tackle. Rules and restrictions may apply.